Hello and welcome to a brand new season of Walk to Wellbeing, the wellness podcast from Health and Wellbeing magazine, sponsored by Sketches. I'm Holly, editor of Health and Wellbeing, and each episode you and I get to join someone as they go for a walk, eavesdropping on them as they talk about their own wellness journey. Each of our guests will answer the same questions, but the conversation, like their walk, might meander a bit as they go. After we leave them, I'll be joined by Laura and Danny from the magazine team to pick out things from that walk that we want to action right away in our lives. Think about your answers to each question as you listen to, and if you'd like to record your own walk to wellbeing, you absolutely can. We would love to hear your answers, so head over to healthwellbeing.com to download the questions today. Right now though, we're about to join Lorraine Pascal, model, chef and psychology student, as she steps out for her walk around the Holland Park area in January. Ah, My name is Lorraine Pascal, I am a model, I'm a chef and I'm a doctorate student, doctorate um, in psychology. Very excited to be doing this podcast today. Um, So this walk is about half an hour and it's in Holland Park, super busy, loud, lots of cars going around and traffic, dogs. Um, and it's very, very cold, very, very cold outside today. Um, okay, let's go. What gets me on a walk is um, normally the dog. So it's evening, it's cold, it's crisp. And even though the dog has been out and about all day, um, once a week goes with the dog walker I always take her on a nice walk at the end of the day and helps me clear my head and refreshes yeah it clears away the cobwebs I'm doing a doctorate at the moment in psychology so I have so much work to do um loads of uh reading which I really enjoy by the way loads of reading um and lots of researching and so yeah it's nice to get out and about so my dream walk is I would say I think it has to be um in Australia so when I was 16 I went to Australia for the first time and I fell in love with it and funnily enough my mother had plans to emigrate to Australia when I was eight. But it's a funny story. She was really big into astrology and she went to see Russell Grant, um, the astrologer. And he said, don't go because it will be too difficult for your daughter. My mum's white and I'm black. (laughs) So he just said it would be very difficult um, because there's a all sorts going on there for a black child in the late 70s early 80s so we didn't go but yeah my ideal walk is Australia um, Byron Bay on the coast looking at the sunset and watching the surfers having their last surf of the day yeah definitely now I, I also love walking in London on the streets, having a nosy around. Um, but yeah, it'd have to be Australia when it's really hot and sunny. 
It's definitely my ideal. Taking the, dragging the dog along. She likes to pull so much. Um, in the future, I think I'd really like to walk. Ooh, let me see. I'd like to go to the Maldives. I've been a couple of times. I'd like to walk um, in the shade there and just look out at the wonderful blue water. I think that would be an absolute treat to do that barefoot, turquoise water, white sand, husband, and rum punch. I think that's perfect. When you're feeling stressed, how do I uh, combat triggers? When I'm feeling stressed, it's really important for me to take time out. And that can mean, well, I'm, the house I'm living in is quite dark at the moment. So that can mean something like sitting um, in a light room. There's one room upstairs, a bedroom, where I spent most of lockdown, <laughs> um, that's nice and light. So I'll sit there and I do find it very relaxing doing research. Um, so a lot of the research I'm doing for my degree is around how it feels to feel secure in romantic relationships. And we talk about what we should look for, the signs of it, but we rarely talk about how it feels, how it should feel, especially people who haven't felt it. And that um, people who've had different traumas and situations in their past, maybe not had the most amazing parenting, parenting. And so I like researching that. It actually makes me feel really calm. Um, and I do like to exercise as well, or I will yeah, go to the gym, talk to a friend, do therapy. It's very important to me, part of the degree. Have to do even more therapy than I normally do. <laughs> so there's a lot of therapy, um, receiving it and being a clinician. So that's, yeah, that's how I relieve stress. Um, next question. Oh, this, how does it, what does it look like for me to switch off? Okay, so I don't really switch off <laughs> unless I'm watching, if, if I do want to switch off, I guess, it'd be watching something on Netflix, Amazon, something like that. So I love the housewives shows. I love all of those ones, the family karmas, the housewives of Miami. I love a dating competition, love is blind, all of those. So that really helps me switch off. But even when I am doing that, I'm normally researching on another window on my laptop. So, and I don't think it's selfish. I think switching off is super important, but it can be difficult if you've got a history of not doing that and you can perceive it as being selfish, but like they say on the plane, if in case of a, the oxygen masks come down, um, it says to put yours on first. So yeah, you've got to take care of yourself first. Really important. Oh, uh, what rituals do I have to switch off? Yes, so the ritual is, <laughs> sit down or lie down on the sofa open up the laptop and watch Netflix or Amazon unfortunately it's as basic as that and I do have um, therapy every week which is a requisite of my course so that does help I would say my husband is really nailing well-being in my life he has a really good way of 
being able to be committed to his work, committed to his family. Um, you know, he plays his golf, he does his exercises, he eats healthily. You know, he's just really managed to really take care of his well-being and it's very inspiring. Um, what is the one recent win I am happy with? I have to say, oh, dogs, dogs in the car, dogs everywhere. Sullivan, someone's dog called Sullivan is in big trouble. <laughs> so, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Sullivan. Come on. It's all right. I, I thought if I came back, he would. Yes. You can't tell us so much. Okay. I usually, as, uh, once we get, I get a little bit alone there, I take him off the lead. Yeah. But obviously, I did it the wrong time. Just the wrong time. Yeah. Oh, Frankie, you okay? Come on. He wants to play. Yeah. No, okay. All right. Okay. See you. No worries. Sorry. I had a dog trying to. Uh, get extra, f dog called Sullivan trying to get extra f friendly with my dog. Oh, Frankie. Oh, poor Frankie, you okay? Yeah, okay, bit of drama, bit of drama on the walk. Um, <laughs> what's the most, um, I think one of my wins, one of my wins for sure, is having the confidence to try these contact lenses. You know, you go to the optician, do your annual check or whatever. And the optician says, oh, by the way, you have presbyopia. I'm like, first of all, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he explains that presbyopia is age-related sight loss when you start to struggle to see things close up as well as you used to. So, um, initially I just wore glasses and stuff. And then um, I found these AccuView multifocal contact lenses and I took a risk and I went with it and I'm really glad I did because it has genuinely changed my life. I was always having glasses, going to the gym with glasses, <laughs> you know, and I'd leave the glasses lying around and, you know, now it's just a real, real, real freedom and I cannot recommend them enough. Um, when was the last time you cried? So the last time I cried was actually this morning. Um, I had a really deep and meaningful therapy session. I wasn't skirting around the issue. It wasn't chit-chat. It was really getting to the nitty-gritty of some very old issues, which are affecting me still today. So it was, um, it was, uh, yeah, I had a good old cry. Um in my session and it really helped um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to going back there <laughs> to uh, process the past um, to help myself in the present and future. The best advice I would give someone about happiness, well, I would say that, you know, I'm 50 now and I know a lot of people when they reach 50, uh, they think oh, their life's over I mean, not over, but midlife is, oh, goodness. And it's really important not to believe the messages that we read in the press. 
Um, the most important thing is to work on your well-being, you know, be it therapy, be it journaling, exercise, eating well. All of those factors can contribute to helping us move on from things that have troubled us in the past. I'm a big advocate of journaling. Journaling is very powerful and there's a lot of research to show um, how effective it can be in helping us process things in the past. Also things like yoga, movement, things like that also um, are very good. So I think it's just about finding the pockets of things that bring you joy, making sure you're having as much fun as you can and taking care of your mind. Taking care of your mind is super important. What's the biggest lesson I've learned this year? Ah, the biggest lesson I've learned this year. <sighs> biggest life lesson. I think there's a few. There's a lot about no matter how much work we do, we can still keep doing lots of work on ourselves to make ourselves improve our ourselves and better ourselves. I've learned that some friendships don't last forever. And I've also learned that I was beginning to feel old when I was fumbling around looking for my glasses. Genuinely, because it's like, it's a kind of giveaway, isn't it? And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's fine for some people. And I'm not judging, but for me, it was making me feel old. And I didn't like it. And when I was approached by Acuview, I get approached by a lot of people. And when I was approached by Acuvue, I was really overjoyed because I never even heard of them. Never even heard, not, I had heard of Acuvue. I mean, I'd never even heard of the Acuvue multifocal contact lenses. And so it was such a revelation to um, be able to wear them. Um, you know, even if you're, I'm in the car and I'm driving, I'd struggle to look at the, um, you know, the map on my car. I couldn't see it very well and then look at the road and now we can do both. So I just, I would highly recommend everybody tries them. Hey, oh, she just found a piece of bread. <laughs> she just found a piece of bread on the road. Not having that. Um, I, I would highly recommend them because it will give you the biggest sense of freedom and make you feel like, it made me feel like me again in many ways. Made me feel like me again. So yeah, definitely great to try. Being healthy for me is, it's a holistic way of living. Being healthy is healthy body, healthy mind, healthy friends, healthy thoughts. Um, and never be afraid to distance yourself from people who are bringing you pain um, continually bring you pain or people who are challenging I always think that people want to spread their pain around if people are in pain they like to share it so it's really important to protect yourself and that is part of being healthy not it's important to take care time for yourself it's important to take that time for yourself the self-care is super important and also so we've got we've met the, the lady again with the same dog talking about being healthy
Um, <laughs> she said, all the lunatic dogs that she walks live in this road. So she's just been dropping off all the dogs. Anyway, um, I digress. I digress. I was talking about being healthy, wasn't I? I was talking about it being a holistic view. I took a holistic view, all areas. I try my best, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. I think negatively sometimes. I eat rubbish food sometimes. I have too much to drink of an evening sometimes, but I try and I extend that to you. Just try, try your best. Try your best and keep trying. I'm most me when. I am most me when I can be free, when I have freedom. And that's freedom to talk, freedom to act myself, freedom to be authentic. And of course, one of the freedoms is not having to carry around lots of glasses all the time. So I have great freedom from these at you multifocal contact lenses because they give me so much freedom. Even now when I'm talking to you, I'm just glancing at my phone. I can do that and I'm looking straight ahead, walking, you know, and that is most certainly freedom. I'm just coming to the end of my walk. Um, I hope you have enjoyed it. It's been very eventful with lots of dogs barking and all the delivery vans are out roaring down the street. Um, it's quite difficult to find a quiet place, even though I've been walking around Holland Park and the area. Um, but yeah, walking is really important to me to clear my head. And I kind of like to wear a watch that counts my steps and tracks my steps because I feel that gives me a little bit of dopamine, dopamine hit when I see how far I've walked and... Uh, you know, especially as you get older, you've got things like your presbyopia and then we have to think about our bones and make sure our bones are nice and strong. And so walking is a really good and safe way to do it. You can walk with a friend, walk and talk with a friend or make a, a phone call or listen to your favourite podcast <laughs> and um, all find ways to make the walk more enjoyable. Um, but I'm looking forward now to going home, get a nice bowl of pasta, maybe a cheeky glass of wine and I will be probably doing some research and oh yes, I will be wearing my AccuView multifocal contact lenses while I tip tap away on my laptop. <laughs> I will do for sure. Okay, bye. So is anyone else wondering if Sullivan the dog could be the next guest on Walk to Wellbeing? And taking your dog out for a walk is the perfect opportunity to get your steps up. But if you're in need of some inspiration ahead of your next stomp, our sponsor has a great selection of footwear and apparel to meet all your needs. So before we hear from the team, let's take a moment to hear from Sketches.
Here's musician and TV radio host Mylene Class for Skechers Archfit Footwear. My day-to-day -day is jam-packed, including being a full-time mum. And if you're busy like me, you can't be slowed down by uncomfortable footwear with no support. So, I get all the comfort and arch support I need with Skechers Archfit Footwear. Skechers teamed up with podiatrists to create footwear with podiatrist-certified arch support for 24-7 comfort. Because if I don't get a day off, neither should my Skechers. Find Skechers Archfit Footwear for men and women everywhere. Hi and welcome back to Walk to Wellbeing. I'm your host Holly plus I'm joined by Laura and Danny from the health and wellbeing team. Danny that felt like a really sprightly walk today. What did you think of Lorraine's episode? Yeah Lorraine really brought the energy and enthusiasm on her walk today which I absolutely loved. There were so many little nuggets in there that I will definitely take along with me. One thing that really resonated with me was when she said finding the pockets of things that give you joy. I think we've all had a lesson in appreciating the smaller things in life, like a beautiful sunset, you know, time spent with loved ones or a delicious dinner that just makes you feel really good. And I've certainly been trying to channel that recently. She also mentioned journaling, which I've started doing and felt like it's really helped me hone that kind of abundance mindset and zooming in on all the small things which bring me joy. Yeah, I thought the same about journaling actually when she said that I'm trying to get into the habit of doing it. I have been trying since the start of the year. It's not going that well, but I am going to keep at it because I just think it's it's getting in the habit, isn't it? Oh, for sure. You do it, don't you, Holly, as well? Yeah, I do. I've started this year as well. I think I said last episode, um, mm. but I think you're absolutely right. I think it is a habit. I don't always remember every single night but mm. then I try to not let that deter me that for the next day that you know it's it's all gone massively wrong if I've forgotten it for one day yeah <laughs> so yeah so so it's going well and I do recommend it um but but definitely stick with it, 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 it I think it's the habit side of things that um that mm. that takes the longest to stick yeah honestly Laura you'll think that there's something missing in your life when you kind of like stop doing it so yeah I, I would I would keep going oh really mm -hmm. I used to when I was younger I always when I like growing up um you know as a teenager I think I've still got diaries from then which is really embarrassing but. <laughs> oh, I bet they'd be great to read now oh I don't know I think it'd be a bit cringe and also when you're so young like you're so you're so free and just like no you don't have any fear so I feel like you just kind of just enjoy being in that moment and writing down all your thoughts and feelings especially yeah as a diary you know it's it's secret and you think that no one's going to read it uh, yeah I bet it would be fun to look back on though yeah I just think it's good you know when you're quite in your head a lot and you've got sort of those I don't know, same sort of thoughts going around. It's good to just get it out on paper, isn't it? Definitely. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's it's gratitude journaling that I'm trying to get into a bit more. So it's not so much like my angst, getting my teen angst out, <laughs> but just trying to think of the good things. Definitely. It's a game changer. One of the things that I found really interesting about Lorraine's episode today was that she mentioned that being healthy is having healthy friends and surrounding yourself with mm -hmm. good people yeah. and um, people that have a positive influence on you. And um, I just thought it's, it's not an obvious thing, is it, about health, but actually mm. it's so important, so true that, because don't they say that you are the some of the five people that you spend most time with or something like that. And it's true because whether you like it or not, the people that you're around most have a do have a big influence on you. So if, if you're around someone or you're co kind of constantly, you know, say you've got a friend that is always you know, bringing you down because they're, they're very negative and it sounds really harsh, but, um, I have, I have experienced that with, and I've had to kind of like phase people out before because, um, 
it just yeah I just don't have the mental capacity to to deal with them mm. <laughs> I think it's like as I've got older it's something that I've I've learned it's like Lorraine said that she's learned that some friendships don't last forever um mm-hmm. and it's true I think you know people change don't they and circumstances change yeah it's like when they say that people come into your life for a reason a season or a lifetime and I think that really applies, especially yeah. as you get older. Oh, yeah, I like that. For sure. And I think as well, it's hard to like shift out of the mindset that you're meant to be friends with people forever. Mm. Um, mm. But actually, like you said, Danny, you know, maybe they're just meant to be in your life for that period of time. And maybe you could have like a really great short friendship. Um, mm. But maybe that's all that it was intended to be. And I, I know I've definitely like struggled with that you know, maybe maybe having certain friendships longer than they needed to be because I thought that, I don't know, maybe it was a failure to let them go. Mm. That's it, isn't it? It takes real guts actually to, I think, break off a friendship because you automatically feel extremely guilty and also responsible for how they're going to feel when the friendship does end. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like we're more comfortable having romantic breakup than we are platonic friendship breakup. So true. It feels a bit more black and white, doesn't it? I think friendship's a bit more of a, a grey area sometimes, but mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, just kind of letting things naturally run their course. Like if mm. if it's not working for both of you, you, you kind of just naturally don't spend as much time with each other. And it's not to say that you have to have a big bust up or like a formal you know breaking up mm. and it's not to say that we won't be there for our friends who you know just because they're a bit low or something like that no know? no they're going through a, a rough time and you're like oh you're you're negative no I think you're talking about someone who's particularly draining all the time yeah I think it's just that certain attitude and outlook and you know like they say like toxic people or toxic friendships or something when you don't you just sudden I don't know maybe not suddenly but more gradually realize that you're actually not benefiting that much from the relationship and they could in fact be having a negative influence on you so yeah it's um it's important to think about who you spend your time with as well like Lorraine said yeah I totally agree Laura I think um also it's important to note that you can't just put all the pressure on your friends to provide the positivity in your life um Mm. you have to do the work yourself too um and I really liked what Lorraine was saying about even if you're doing the work on yourself there's there's still room to do more and we're always growing and changing and there's always room to learn and progress and I think that's the same in friendships and that's why um, perhaps we find we we change them and we outgrow some and I think it's such a healthy outlook to have actually Um, I always think that when you know better you'll do better at least I like to think that I would anyway (laughs) Um, maybe not when it comes to biscuits (laughs) so whether that's eating healthier most of the time uh, moving your body connecting with nature and making more mindful choices there's always room to grow and I love that it feels a very free way of living actually and I really like that that was also one of Lorraine's biggest reasons for feeling most herself so yes that's that's my takeaway for today yeah you're right in terms of putting expectations on others it's probably only gonna lead to disappointment I think and maybe when you project those expectations on others it's probably because you have quite high expectations for yourself and that might end up with like a little bit of friction I don't know perhaps with someone who you're in a relationship with if say if don't know if you feel like your perception of how you think they should live their life doesn't align with yours I can imagine that that might be quite difficult but you know quite common actually yeah I can have a tendency to 
have like high expectations on other people <laughs> as well as myself. My husband will vouch for that um, <laughs> as well as my friends probably. Also on a more practical level, it's good to have friends that are into healthy things as well, you know, mm. like that you can meet up with at the gym or meet up for walks and things. It it definitely helps to keep me motivated if I meet up with a friend to um, work out or something like that. And even like, you know, when it comes to your food choices as well, like you're kind of influenced by what people around you are doing, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely, Laura. I think it definitely helps to be surrounded by like-minded people, doesn't it? But mm. as I say, every week, um, health and wellness isn't a one-size-fits-all. So it is different for everyone. And here we like to dig into some common myths. And in particular today, we're going to be talking about big life lessons. That feels like a big topic. But as Lorraine said on her walk, we're always learning and working on ourselves. So our biggest life lesson this year could be different to what we learned last year. Yeah, Lorraine sounded as though she's got quite a few self-development tools and also mentioned that she goes to therapy, doesn't she? And therapy can be incredibly useful to help make positive changes in your life and help you become more productive. There are still quite a few myths surrounding therapy though and founders of mental health care clinic Cove, Dr. Jenna Vias-Lee, who's a clinical psychologist and Jordan Vias-Lee, I hope I've said that right, psychotherapist and CBT experts both say therapy isn't just for those struggling with their mental health therapy can benefit anyone experiencing stress intense emotions or life transitions therapy is designed to you know provide a safe space a non-judgmental space as well to vent about your experiences explore your options and develop skills to handle various life challenges and the end goal really is to release any places where you're blocked, leading to improved mood and lower anxiety levels, ensuring that you can develop healthier habits and a greater sense of happiness. Yeah, I definitely agree, Danny. I think that talking therapy can be a great support, actually. I'm um, a big sharer myself, so whether that's sending voice notes to my friends, talking on the phone to my sister or my own journey with therapy, um, I find Talking things through with someone really helps manage my perspective on worries um, and it can often give you the tools and the headspace to help you think about things in a different way. Oh my gosh, voice notes are the, the best zero cost therapy in my opinion. <laughs> so, so handy. I know, right? They're like mini podcasts. When I see them come through, my husband's like, um, are we going to have to put aside like half an hour for these <laughs> Oh, I'm not. I'm the opposite. I, I'm an undersharer, I think, because I hate doing voice notes and... Um, yeah I'm not very forthcoming with like my problems and stuff like that it tends to I tend to bottle things up and then it will just come out um in the wrong way <laughs> usually you can use this podcast as therapy if you like <laughs> yeah yeah this is my therapy <laughs> but no I thought it was really refreshing when Lorraine said about when the last time she cried and she was just very open like oh it was this morning during a, an intense um therapy session and she seemed very light and bright didn't she afterwards so I yeah. was like wow it doesn't all have to be heavy like that and I think yeah. once you have had that you know and you're she's letting her emotions out in the in a sort of healthy way yeah and then she seemed a lot lighter for it yeah such a good observation definitely it's that's great isn't it I think people are really taking the barriers down these days especially going to therapy people are really open and transparent uh, especially in my circle of friends or you know on mm. social media and also really up for like sharing what they've heard as well from their therapist and you know not kind of like safeguarding that but just wanting everyone to know what what they've been advised yeah. and 
whether that can help someone else so I think that's that's a really nice thing to do yeah no that I think that's that's so good like nowadays we have so much more access to things like therapy and professional help because I think like maybe I'm a bit of an undersharer because I come like my parents were um my parents are older and like especially my dad from that older generation where it was more kind of that keep calm and carry on and you know don't um don't really delve into those feelings those negative feelings too much and it was more about distraction that could be you know watching tv or something like that drinking maybe so it's like or just doing something so that you're not actually dealing with your thoughts um but I mean I know that's not it's not the best advice (laughs) but it can be going for a walk or something like that you know it can be doing exercise but yeah like if you don't feel like talking and stuff sometimes just something as simple as um going for a walk can be really good um and particularly without headphones you know without that sort of distraction of automatically you know putting a podcast on or something like that so so that you're not actually thinking you're just kind of zoning out really or or, or numbing your feelings but I as a dog walker as well like Lorraine I do I like that evening walk you know with the dog just kind of decompress from the day and after having a day particularly at work when you've got a lot of things kind of coming at you it's nice to just not listen to anything just have that quiet time or just listen to the the background noise of like the cars or the birds or wind or whatever it is yeah Mm. I I quite enjoy that too yeah I've really found the same thing Laura with swimming recently I've uh, started swimming a few times a week found that with yeah the dark mornings they are definitely getting better but um found that it's just a little bit too dark to go out in the morning so that time in the pool I don't have any distractions I am just alone (laughs) with my thoughts um which is actually quite nice I've Mm. actually really noticed the benefits of just letting my mind wander and letting my thoughts take me take me wherever they do and then I can kind of always come back to the moment and Mm. feel really present you know focusing on my stroke oh yeah just really helps me to kind of switch off and I think those moments are are really really precious and they're not they're quite fleeting actually so yeah there's something for sure about movement getting that release out but it's just about finding what works for you Mm, yeah there's definitely something to be said for just letting your mind wander I don't think we do it enough these days no I think you're right I think I think you both make really good points about um letting our minds just just wander and something that I've been doing recently is saying out loud when when I'm on a walk what I'm what I'm noticing and actually I've been finding I've been noticing a lot more than I would have done if I was just kind of rushing from A to B and I'm wondering if like how long those things have actually been there Um, probably always um, (laughs) but uh, it's 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 brand new for me to to notice them um, when I'm out and about but yeah it just it, it kind of made me wonder how much we kind of sleep walk through life not noticing what's what's going on around us mm. as we're kind of busy in our day to day yeah absolutely it's so nice to take those moments to reflect isn't it and we've had some really lovely reflections over the past season from previous guests that we would thought we'd share with you all just have a nice recap on what they've learned in the last year yeah and we've had some wonderful guests this season haven't we and Giovanna Fletcher our very first guest of season three she said on her walk we often have moments that feel really overwhelming and crushing and can't see past in many ways they feel all-consuming the lesson for me is looking into the future and thinking this won't feel like that then things will be different 
Things evolve. It's okay to sit in it a bit when those things happen, but don't let it overly consume you. We also had um, designer Amanda Wakely on earlier in the season, and she said, the realisation that every day is a blessing, not everyone gets to be here, so I never take a single day for granted, and it's about those little gratitude moments. Being thankful for all the little things, whether it's a little wet nose that has pushed its way onto my face to say it's time to get up and go out. Um, I think she's got a dog. I think that's what she's referring to there. To a conversation I had yesterday, to a lovely kiss goodnight from my partner, to the sun coming up. It's not about stuff, it's about being, which I just think is lovely, isn't it? So yeah. nice. Yeah, definitely. And goes back to that gratitude journaling you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so true. It is, it's the little things, isn't it? And finally, we also had Leanne Perro, the amazing breast cancer survivor and motivational speaker who said, the investment in self is always putting your needs first, whether that's making sure you have a night out with your friends once a month, having some time out for yourself or going away with your partner for that special time, taking yourself to the spa, going to the gym or even, you know, going for a walk. These are the things you've got to put in place because at the end of the day, Everything always comes back to you and who you are as a person. Being my own cheerleader, so I don't put that expectation on myself. And all of these episodes are still available if you would like to have a little dig around in the archive and have a listen for yourself. Oh, that was a brilliant way to round off the episode. I've really enjoyed it today. So a huge thanks from me to you, Danny and Laura. And of course, to this week's brilliant guest, Lorraine Pascal. Most important of all though, thanks so much to you for listening. If this is the first time you've joined us, there are plenty more episodes you can subscribe and download. But if you've been with us from the beginning, thank you so much for coming with us and our fabulous guests on their walks to wellbeing. And so until next time, from me and the whole of the health and wellbeing team, stay well and see you soon. Before you unlace your trainers, we've got an exclusive health and wellbeing magazine subscription deal for you, our lovely Walk to Wellbeing listeners. Head to giftstoyou.com forward slash apod2, that's A-P-O-D and the number two, to get three issues for just $9.99, saving you over 25% and delivered straight through your front door too. The link is in the description of this episode to make redeeming this fantastic offer simple and easy. Remember to share your walk with us on social media using the hashtag walk to wellbeing and you can even download exactly the same list of questions you heard our guest chat through earlier in the episode. You could record your very own walk to wellbeing episode and we'd absolutely love to hear it. For all the details, head to this episode's description and we hope you enjoyed strolling with us today. <laughs>